Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Welcome to the podcast. The single most expensive, arduous, and difficult task any business faces is getting more and new customers, clients, patients, tenants. It's where we spend most of our money in terms of marketing. Yet, when businesses sign up a new customer, client, patient or tenant, what I find is that from the time they've signed up to the time they leave that business, the what was promised isn't exactly what they were given. So the expectation gap between what they thought they would get and what they got were two very different things. Uh, And uh, I'll share a joke with you, uh, which I don't usually share, but it was uh, shared with me with one of my uh, first mentors. And it goes something like this. Patrick is approached by the angel of death. And the angel of death says, tonight I will come and take you to the heavens to meet God. And there you will be shown heaven and hell. And then you'll be brought back. You'll have 24 hours to make up your mind. And after 24 hours, I will come and take you away from this world forever. So as promised that night, the angel of death comes and takes Patrick he first shows him hell. He sees miserable people suffering, crying, no food to eat, and they are fighting amongst each other. And he can just see misery, misery, and more misery. And then he's taken to heaven, and he sees people having fun partying, enjoying themselves, eating, drinking, doing whatever they please. And you can see all the parties going on day and night, day and night, because you can see different people doing different things at different times. And he says, this is where I want to be. And the angel of death says, don't decide right now. You've got 24 hours. And after 24 hours, as promised, I'll come and collect you. Then you make up your mind. After 24 hours, the angel of death comes and takes Patrick away. As Patrick, what do you choose, heaven or hell? And Patrick says, heaven, of course. And he's taken to heaven. And a big giant comes and collects Patrick. Puts him in chains locks him up in a cellar, gets him to wake up in the morning, gives him some tools and says, go out there and break those stones. Patrick does that. He's tired, wants water, 
is given no water, no food, nothing whatsoever. In the evening, he's absolutely knackered, crying his eyes out and saying, this is not what I signed up to. I'm hungry, can I have some food? And the giant gives him bread and water. And this continues for two or three days and he cries and complains and moans and says, I want to see the angel of death. And the giant says, but what for? He says, because what I was promised and what I've been given are two very different things. Ah, oh, says the giant, before you decided what you wanted, you were a prospect. Now you're a customer. And isn't that so? Haven't we all had experiences? Haven't you had an experience where what you thought you were going to get and what you end up getting are two very different things. And that's what I'd like to focus on today, which is when a customer, client, patient, tenant signs up, I believe you should have an onboarding program. And the sophistication and the length and the breadth and the depth of that onboarding process depends on the average value of your client, longevity, the lifetime value, uh, and how much you're willing and able to spend to keep that customer. Because you see, once you, if we can both agree that signing up or getting of customers is one of the hardest and most expensive things to do, then why would you want to lose that customer? You wouldn't, because it costs so much to replace them. So therefore, we need to have a good, strong onboarding process to keep them on board. And some of the very obvious and clear benefits of having an onboarding system is that, first of all, we deliver what we promised. So I've always been taught to under-promise, over-deliver. And yet what I find is most people end up over-promising and under-delivering. So you want to create those wow moments where you give people more than what you promise them. So that's the first benefit. The second benefit is that a good, strong onboarding process helps and makes your customer feel loved and wanted and makes them feel like they've made the right decision so there's no buyer's remorse and makes them feel like they are part of the family. And that's what we ultimately want, don't we? We want them to be part of our business family. Third is if you have a good, strong onboarding process, those new customers are more likely to give you recommendations. And it's good, by the way, to ask for recommendations as soon as you can. So don't wait for six months or a year or 18 months or two years before you ask your clients for a recommendation ask for a recommendation as quickly as you can. And if you have a great onboarding uh, experience and process and your new customers like that, they're more likely to recommend you quicker. The fourth benefit is if you satisfy them and delight them with your service or product and your processes, they're more likely to give you a testimonial. And testimonials are a very powerful but very much underused tool in itself and I will cover how to create right market testimonials in a different session uh, but for now just bear in mind that good onboarding processes 
enable you to get good strong testimonials. The fifth benefit is that it helps you build a great business relationship. Research shows, and you can Google this if you want, or you can check it elsewhere, that those companies who have a good, strong onboarding process end up keeping those customers for longer. So why wouldn't we have a good, strong onboarding process? Of course we would. So So not only do we end up having a good business relationship, but retention rates improve and increase. So if your customers stay with you for say three years, a good onboarding process might mean they end up staying with you for four years. So you've got an extra 33% out of them. And of course, hopefully they'll stay with you for longer than that. Another benefit of having a good onboarding process is it enables you to share relevant information with your customers to keep them interested, to add value to the relationship and inevitably to hopefully upsell, cross-sell more to them, keep them longer, get more referrals uh, and create that strong relationship that's necessary. And all of that obviously leads to more revenue for you. Another benefit alongside obviously generating more revenue for you is that it keeps that personal contact going. People um, want relationships and personal contact more than ever before with all the stuff that goes on social media and information and being thrown at them and emails coming to them, they want that personal contact. So an onboarding process enables you to create that personal contact. And most importantly, it shows your, your customers you care about them. It's an opportunity for you to listen to them, ask them for what you should be doing in your business to give them most value and your customers will react and tell you what they want. So I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to run you through our onboarding process. So our onboarding process is very deep, detailed and sophisticated, but I'm just going to run you through the first 10 weeks of email contact only. Above and beyond email contact, we also have telephone contact and meetings, but I'm just going to run you through the email contact so you can see what we're doing just by email. So week one, they receive a welcome email uh, doing a bit of housekeeping in terms of any information that's outstanding from them that we don't have, which we should have, but also setting the scene and telling them exactly how things are going to work, which is exactly in line with what we promised them when we signed up with them. We also are in that email focus on their key business objectives. The second email goes out to them, shows them different ways to keep in touch with us. We share with them all the different information we're sharing, both in terms of our podcast, our books, our Facebook group called Entrust Property Tax Experts, uh, all of our social media handles and everything else that we do to add value to our customers. In the third week, the third email is a case study of an existing client which shows how we help them save a lot, well, two, two things, but improve, increase their margins and make more money and save a lot of tax uh, by using capital allowances and helping them with their VAT. Again, that's important just to re-educate the new customers on the value we're adding to our existing customers. Week four, we talk about a specific tax issue and how we helped uh, somebody overcome that. So it's like a mini case study, but it's more information with a uh, short case study. Week five, we talk about the importance of having a strong 
power team. So we talk about all those important people around you uh, who you should have strong relationships with and why they are important because power teams are exceptionally important. Week six, uh, we share a case study of a particular property project that I was involved with and I share with them how we made that happen in terms of numbers, margins and how we were able to save tax by using uh, certain reliefs and exemptions and allowances as per guidance from the government. Week seven, being accountants, uh, we talk about the importance of tracking key performance indicators, why you should track them, how you should track them and why they're important. Week eight, we have a video testimonial and a case study talking through how we've helped another client again demonstrating value demonstrating what we can do for people and demonstrating how we could possibly help them week nine we ask them to tell us what information they we they would like us to share with them so this is topics subjects areas or anything that they're struggling with which they want help and support from us to show them we're listening to them and also that gives us valuable information and insight in terms of what our clients want which is extremely important. Week 10, we share a, a fantastic business book that we've read. Uh, we give them a synopsis and then share with them how we've implemented those ideas in our business and why it's important they should do something similar, i.e. read the book and adopt the ideas. So that's just the first 10 weeks. This goes all the way down to 52 weeks. After 52 weeks, we then have further emails and above and beyond these 52 emails they get other emails with updated information so that's just our brief 10-week plan of, uh, which is not including telephone calls and meetings so the question to you is do you have an onboarding process if not why not secondly you should have an onboarding process and you should make sure it covers enough angles for you to share different information in terms of your services done your different services or products also to, to build a stronger relationship with your customers to, and also to share information with them and also to show them that you really care about them that they are important because how you handle the first 13 weeks the first quarter the first three months okay sets the picture in terms of how things are going to progress in the forthcoming days weeks and months and there's so many other things you could do so for example you could send them a welcome package and if you've got different grades or tiers of customers the value of that welcome package would de depend on what tier of customer you have you can run webinars and start sharing information with them you can have a, a usb with important information templates documents that you can send to your clients you can have a regular newsletter both email and a physical version. I'm a big fan of uh, physical um, newsletters. You can run physical events, you can run online events uh, and all of those things will then give you an opportunity to share more information with your clients and customers. You can also have special offers for these new uh, customers and clients, upgrading them to a different level of service, one which they haven't taken up and to share the importance of why you think that would benefit them but only do that 
if you have their best interests at heart, which I'm sure you do, and you know it will benefit them. So there's a whole plethora and a whole big reason for why it's important to have an onboarding process. If you have one, I hope this uh, particular session will help you think about improving it. If you don't have one, I would strongly encourage you to have an onboarding process. It will transform your business. It will transform and improve and increase your retention rates. It's definitely going to increase the number of testimonials you get. It's definitely going to increase the number of recommendations you get. It's going to strengthen your relationship. It's going to help you increase your prices to cross-sell more, to upsell more, to create a community which, where you demonstrate and your team members demonstrate you care about your clients and that they are part of your family. I hope you find that useful to your success. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.